The Arizona Coyotes beat the Anaheim Ducks 2-1, to one, and uh, a few people aren't too happy about that. Let's talk about it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On NHL and get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Sleeve Sleeper terms of use for details. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Robin Leonio alongside Matthew Jacobson. We want to make we want to thank Evan for making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube, as well as on the Sirius XM Radio app, and ad-free on Amazon music we're coming back from the weekend matthew as the arizona coyotes take the their home opener leave it with the win two to one um before i think we had leave, a little quick road trip over to the west coast to los angeles we'll get to that to, we'll get to that a little bit later but uh hey look home opener getting get, getting a win now uh you know getting uh making themselves look good <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about getting back from the weekend. Technically, this is my first weekend in like a month and a half. And it's a day off, and then tomorrow, my best friend's getting married. Hey. So I don't hey. have to work the next, next couple of days. Technically, I'm still doing this. So technically, look, I'm working. Look but. at you. I just came back from Tucson where my best friend got married. There so. you go. And I get to be the best man, and I'm going to embarrass the you. hell out of him with the, with at, the speech. I, Only I, mildly I, drunk, by the way. Mildly. Not enough, not good enough. Not good. Oh, oh. plastered. Anyway, <laughs> there let's, we let's go. talk about this, this this Ducks game a little bit. I I, I want to start off with this. So uh, I see this, and it's a tell us what you really think of the Coyotes Arena, Trevor. Despite the fact that uh, Zeke's was actually one of the ones that was totally down for it when it was first announced, and this is coming in year two. This is the second year of the mullet, and this reporter threw it in there, and his reaction like he was caught off guard. It was pretty much like, oh yeah, it's cool, like very much like dismissing of it because obviously year two, why the hell are we still talking about this? Why does anyone still care? And it's, it's one of the funniest things that people still get so mad about it. And I will never not be antagonistic about this because seriously, you, you guys are so much of children that you guys got to keep stopping your widow feet because you're not getting your way. Ooh, ooh, they're playing in a college arena. Like, shut up, dude. It's embarrassing. Yeah, no, you're right. Because, <laughs> like, it's already been established that there are a good amount of players who actually enjoy playing there. Mm-hmm. Um, who actually not just say that, you know, the atmosphere is pretty unique, but also the fact that the ice is the best in the league. Easily like, right among the top. Even one of the refs recently said it. I, I won't elaborate too much, but I did get a comment on that. Like, it, it's still being complimented even now in year two as some of the best ice in the league and and i just <laughs> i don't know if that makes people more angry i genuinely don't know if that makes people more angry or not but uh it's it's funny and i wanted to start off this show with that that as per usual the, the those that are coping seething raging continue to do so and you will keep giving us free content here and the ability to laugh at children and what else do bullies do but laugh at kids Sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, the game. There wasn't 
There genuinely wasn't that much to talk about. No, there was once again a lot of penalties and low scoring. Yeah, it was a very low scoring game. (laughs) You know, I was hoping to see, I was hoping to uh, get a little bit more out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll say I didn't really get a chance to watch much of it live. I didn't really get a chance to watch much of it at all, mainly because I was getting ready for my friend's wedding. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and rightfully so, I don't need to pay attention to anything else other than, you know, something like that. Uh, But I don't know, we might watch the D backs game during the wedding tomorrow. We might. <laughs> yeah, I, fair, fair, fair. Um, no, but the the, uh, but from what what I was able to get though, you know, like yeah, it was a low scoring game, uh, and you said lots of a lot of penalties, and I feel like, and it's a game, especially when it's against the Ducks, you'd expect something as like on par or even like better than how they did against the blues but it kind of didn't go that way they still came out with the win but it didn't go that way yeah can i just i just want to start off real quick by just uh giving a little bit of credit to uh dostal and think that's his name the backup goaltender 25 saves two goals against 926 save percentage uh he had a really good game i did not expect that from him i don't know anything about him but uh, I, I do think it's it's appropriate to give kudos where uh it is earned and Going back to the whole penalty thing, I think I have the summary right. Uh oh, on the wrong page. That's why. Ha ha ha. Dumb AZ sports guy. But uh, there were three penalties in that first period. One, it would have been an additional penalty that was waved off for Radko Gudis and it ends up going to Michael Carcone. I think that's the play he got injured on. And then later on, Jason Zucker gets injured uh, for the second period, minus the fights. There was five more penalties. And then in the third period, there was four more. Although technically two were like, I, I I don't like the embellishment unless it actually is an embellishment. I get it. You don't want to keep calling penalties. You just throw them on the power play. I understand referees don't want to be seen as influencing the game. But if there are that many penalties, just call that many penalties, whether it's against my team or for them. The weird embellishment to make it a four on four when there is not an embellishment on the play. When there is, totally get it. Not going to complain. I just didn't see it. Though, to be fair... I was probably one of the busiest I've been in a while during a hockey game for this game. So I just kept That's doing fair. the notes as much as I could for that one. And I got, I got to watch some of it, but I was running around quite a bit. I mean, makes sense. You know, we all get, because it all, it all happens that way. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, I mean, let, let, let's get to, you know, Clayton Keller, who's got one of the goals, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, it was a pretty, like, you know, pretty nice snipe, too, if I'm not mistaken. I stopped from seeing from the highlights. Like, He's we we all know Keller is good, and I'm just glad that he's able to keep he's able to keep it you know keep firing on all cylinders. Like there's some except there's some games where he's not doing so well, like we talked about last you know late last week where some just sloppy turnovers from from him kind of ended up influencing part of the game. Mm-hmm. But when he's on, he's on, and he looks great. Yeah, and to be fair, like I said, I wasn't going over with a fine tooth comb. I was a little more busy. Uh, on on Saturday, from what I could tell, there wasn't a whole lot of that. So, obviously, early season thing. You only criticize when it's relevant. But I just want to acknowledge that. Let's talk about Jason Zucker, who gets injured in this game. His second goal. I do believe that's in back-to-back games. He finally is on the board and does it in bunches. Power play goal from Valimaki and Michelli. Why does that sound familiar? Oh yeah, because Valimaki and Michelli, in that order, accounted for two of the of the goals in the previous game. <laughs> Uh, those 
whenever that line and pair up to like up at the same time, mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Yeah. And can I just, once again, you, so I, I say it for Moser as well, but you, so also kind of facilitates the puck better than I think he has any business. He's solid. He reliable. They're getting a lot of really solid production. Michelli starting to wake up a little bit. That Keller site, the assists go to Schmaltzy and Jonathan Dursey. And it's good to see Dursey consistently on the board. And yeah, they, they don't capitalize on the empty net. It would have been a little cooler to have a, a two-goal game. We keep getting these one-goal games minus the Devils and the and I don't know wait, the Devils was one goal game minus the uh, St. Louis game. We keep getting these one-goal games, but you know what? They're winning them. They are second in the division, fourth in the conference as of the end of results of yesterday. I have not double checked, so uh, if Robin wants to take over, I could do a live check. Um, I was going to about the check as you were talking right now. Um, <laughs> they are currently third in the division. Um, mm-hmm. there's six points and fifth in the conference. Well, tied for fourth, but fifth in the conference. Yeah. They right where I said they would be in terms of holding a playoff spot for a certain amount of time. They're doing it. They they are they are doing it. And let's stop. I mean, I'll say let's wait on a thought like that until after American Thanksgiving. No, um, no, I said a week and a half throughout the season. Doesn't matter when it happens. Getting it out of the way early. All right, I can. That's I. <laughs> <laughs> but then it doesn't make it satisfying when it's later on. Okay, but like if they sneak into the playoffs, I can always just gaslight everyone and be like, I was right. This, this team is a playoff team, and they will go the distance. Anyway, anyway, we got we to gotta get, get back to this after a word. But I've taken us off rails. Robin, take the reins back a little bit. Yeah, bring us no up. worries. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to uh, more of the topic of the Coyotes home opener right after this. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want to win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. There are all possible scenarios for this season, but you have the, but you have a chance to win big, and so you need to play Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper. The official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network Sleeper is our top choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. With Sleeper, you can win up to 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. You can pick what players you want to take this week to win 100 times money. And, like, you know, you could compare with your you and your friends and, and chats. Uh, and you can even play other sports as well. You can do daily fantasy football for the NFL, NBA basketball, MLB, college football, any of that. And all these entries you can make in just under a minute. Once again, you can just pick whatever player you want in certain games and go based off their stats, goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. And once again, Coyotes fans, 100 times your pay, 100 times payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use the promo code Locked on NHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Once again, that's Locked on NHL. Sleeve Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Matthew, really quick before we get to our first look at the Kings. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing I do want to talk about, um, and it's just for a really, really brief moment, because I feel like you know there are people that were asking, like, asking on social media and talking about it and kind of asking the question a couple weeks ago, you know, when are we going to see the first NHL player to wear pride tape to go against the NHL, the NHL ban on, you know, on said tape? Uh, Travis Dermott ends up being the guy that does it um not a whole lot it's very subtle if you if you if you looked at the picture that 
forgot who sent it, uh, who, who who posted it, but just like a very small strip at the top of his stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but he subtly did it, and it counts um, as the first NHL player to do it. So there, there was some I know some uh, some of uh, at least our fans out there who uh, have said that. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy a Travis Dermott jersey now. Yeah, and and uh, I just want to kind of acknowledge the conversation we had before we started recording, where uh, I, I kind of feel like when we uh, re- like heavily report on on topics, it just emboldens idiots. However, I think Robin brought up a very valid point: how this is literally the first player, to our knowledge, to be seen with it in a game uh, after the the NHL's ban on on you know pregame, especially jerseys and especially tape and what we all know what that one was. That was very specific, uh, but I, I also. Just want to make it clear that just because like over reporting on things is kind of weird to me it's still i can respect it for for his decision because he's even though it, to him it's only going to be like 5k if they choose to do a fine we had the update today from greg uh, wazinski that it looks like that's not going to happen which would be a very smart decision nhl to backtrack that one really stupid part that we were talking about uh, a week and a half ago because it's dumb let players do what they want with their stick mm-hmm. tape seriously but the fact that he had the he had the the motivation to do so, despite the fact that he could still lose some money there, I respect it because that's how he wants to express himself. It's not a vulgar, it's not obscene, and also a little bit of a middle finger to authority. I can get down with just exactly. just a little bit. So I, I I do respect it. I think the unique thing for me is the fact that it wasn't even Pride Night. Pride Night for the Coyotes is this weekend, mm-hmm. so it's just like you know what? He's just like, hey, it's like, we don't, it doesn't have to be a night like that. It's like I'm still, I still want to show everyone that I'm a supporter, and I and I'm like, I respect the hell out of it, mm-hmm. and uh, Trav, and I, I respect the hell out of Travis Dermott for uh, for making that decision. Um, and also, but, it it kind of validates what Javier Gutierrez said on a recent interview, where he's like, you know, we want to we want not just to be one night, we want to show support throughout in different events, off-ice stuff. But even there, like, hey, if the players want to on a non-Pride night, why not? Let them. And it, it just it shows actual validity to the claim of we of they do care about it, and it's not just lip service. So also want to show a little bit of respect for that because if, if that's how you want to express yourself and you want to express that you value this or that portion of your community, I can respect that. That yeah. is something that I can straight up respect, that you're actually following through and it's not just – on one night where we all get to save face and, and whatever else. So it, it is something to praise this organization for right now. Really quick thing I want to add before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just kind of, a, just kind of just to add to the relevance of this all um, and how important it is to the, to the actual community. Um, I was actually at a, at a tent at, uh, at Phoenix pride. If those, if those who live in Arizona know and know that Phoenix pride was this weekend, Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a tent for Arizona Coyotes hockey development. Um, and I was with them because pride hockey and, uh, that one of the things that was mentioned is like, Hey, you, you heard about this, you know, the band that went and gone, Travis Dermott was the first NHL player and he plays for the Coyotes and he's, and he's, and he is an ally of you all. So that kind of like, and everyone loved that, you know, people love to hear that. And then it's like, and made them feel seen. Um, so if if you don't understand why people do it, that is why people do it because they felt seen. Um, but just thought I had to put that in there. Yeah, that's nice. That that's a good story. We need more good stories like that and more stuff that actually brings the community together. So yeah, I might not fully understand it, but guess what? I don't need to. As long as people are doing good and things are positive, who cares? <laughs> Legitimately, right. who cares? Yeah. 
Absolutely. But you know what? That that that's 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 it for a you know, I guess a quick second segment to talk about. Like I said, I had to put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. we are gonna get a first look at the LA Kings as they are set to play against them tomorrow when everyone's listening to this. Uh, we'll have the full preview coming in uh tomorrow uh with our picks of the game, keys of the game, everything like that. But we're gonna just gonna get a quick first first look coming up right after this. Let's talk about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts, your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. <clears throat> ah, sorry. <laughs> because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car to the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. Let's finish things off on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. As we get to our first look at the L.A. Kings um, for the regular season, I guess I should say, because we got a chance to talk. You know, we went, they played against each other in uh in a little little mini series in uh australia for the preseason but that was the preseason you mean the logan cooley game the logan cooley <laughs> game oh <laughs> you know what that means matthew oh wait 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 wait, wait. it's locked up it's locked, locked on, on cooley. cooley locked, locked on, on cooley. cooley yeah we got it got it locked on Locked on cooley. you can't really see it anymore i, I i've changed the setup a little bit but yeah locked on cooley <laughs> I love it. Uh, is, is it time for his first NHL goal? It, was he waiting for this? So we can have some synergy with. Is that is that why we've been looking dumb predicting his NHL goal every single game? And I'm going to continue to do it until I'm finally right. Because as long as you're right once, it doesn't matter about the 89 times you were wrong. Is that what we're doing here, Robin? I think so. <laughs> I think it's 100% we're doing it. That. It's 100% it. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want me to give those little boring boring intro numbers or do you want to keep it a little more casual for the the first look uh i guess we can just keep it a little casual because i think it's based off what we're like based off what we know and how this team is uh the kings we know are like i guess close to like the top the better half of the pacific division um you know because they actually built out of the rebuild fairly recently i mean they're still technically like in their emerging period from the rebuild but they look pretty they've been looking pretty good for the most part um it's just whenever the coyotes and the kings are against each other it's always a fun game yeah it's always a fun game to to watch a team that i absolutely despise get points against my team i've still not forgot 2012 i am still bitter i will never get over it and I hate that they still wear those ugly, <coughs> disgusting uniforms that replace the really cool purple ones. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, sorry, I had to get a little more off my chest than I thought I needed to. But the Kings and the Coyotes don't like each other. But it's not to the degree that the Kings and Ducks don't like each other. And I still I stand by this. I don't fully understand why. There seems to be the correlation uh, for that one event 
and Gila, that one game where there was a bunch of fights and, and pushing and shoving, I think it was in the first year of this current rebuild. Right. Uh, I, I could be one year off on that, but I remember it, it kind of feels like it coincides with that. The Kings and the Coyotes just never liked each other, which is great because, you know, beat L.A., uh, puck L.A., if you will. There's a P there. I started with a puck, puck, just so that was Sean doesn't get mad at me later. But, you know, <laughs> I, I will always be of that opinion. And uh, I feel like the, the team also shares that opinion. So it's one of the things we can actually agree on. And I want the Logan Cooley two-goal experience. Double them up. Double them up, boys. Double it up. You know what? You know what? Logan Cooley hat trick time. That's against Bedard. That's whenever he shows that fetus who's the actual uh, uh, rookie of the year. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, that, 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 that is coming up next week. That is next week. Isn't it? <laughs> I think, look, I'm going to I'm gonna level with you. Days don't mean anything to me anymore. I barely look at the schedule. It's like, all right, what days am I in at work? What days am I in at work here? Locked on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, all I know is we do we do locked on shows Monday through Friday, um, technically so. Sunday through Thursday, because it makes more sense to record the night before. That's why I work seven days a week because Robin whips me. She's like, "Go, record, <laughs> say the funny line that no one's gonna laugh at, bring the energy to the show again." Anyway, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> but, but it's just the Kings are a team that I can't fairly evaluate because not only do I refuse to watch their games on involved with the Coyotes, but also I hate them. So anything I see that's good, I will genuinely dis- disregard. So it's kicking over to the Coyotes. They had one game where they scored a big amount of goals. All right, yes, technically they've scored three goals or more in two games. However, uh, the it kind of, that game, Detroit or uh, New Jersey, Devils. New Jersey kind of feels like a fluke at this point because the team has been so low scoring throughout, and I can't quite tell if it is them still trying to iron out the kinks of the offense and everyone just fit into frame. Obviously, when you have Carcone and Zucker injured, there was no current updates. Though, to be fair, there has not been a call-up yet, so it's likely those are minor, but they can also make last-minute call-ups, and it's a pretty short, uh, pretty short travel from... Tucson to LA so keep an eye out for that it it does put a wrench into some stuff and it does make things a little more difficult however I want to see games two to three in a row where they're scoring like four goals a game because I want to see what the upper of this team can be that being said they're still young and I have to be patient and I hate that I have to be patient but they're literally doing what I said they were going to do one goal games but Mm -hmm. just lower scoring one goal games than I yeah. thought. No, like I said, like like I was saying though about this team, you know, coming recently coming out of a rebuild or like emergency from the rebuild, mm-hmm. like you take a look at what they did and, you know, how they built from the draft and kind of get an idea of what, you know, like kind of like somewhat setting a blueprint for the Coyotes because we're talking about a team that got, um, that got Quinton Byfield and got uh, Arthur Kaliev and they're just building. I mean, yeah, there's probably still, you know, they're probably still built too much off of, um, off of a lot of veterans now. Cause I'm looking at their, their roster. Like they put in, they brought in some, um, some veterans as well. Like freaking, uh, Drew Dowdy's still on the team. They got Pierre Luc Dubois, Kevin Fiala. Um, but let me, I, I want to take also a quick moment 
to uh, even know that's their backup goalie, but say, why did in the world you have a backup goalie who misspells Phoenix? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I, but I get it. Like their goaltending situation has, I, I, I've casually kept up with that as much as I can. Kings fans, you can correct me in the comments, but uh, with quick getting older, it, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, a bit of a uh, failure to launch to find who's really going to take over the reins of the 1A, 1B. I know they added, was it Corpusella last year at the trade deadline? And they had Phoenix Copley for a little bit. They still and have then, Phoenix Copley as their backup, but I think mm-hmm. uh, their starter right now is Cam Talbot. Oh, it's so weird. It is so, it is so, it is so weird. So it's like, it's kind of one of those positions that feels like they need to kind of reestablish because when you go from having a goaltender like Jonathan Quick or, or John Gibson or whoever else that you've had forever, it, you need to have that readjustment period. And while the Kings – I also want to add in a couple of players like Turcotte and Brent, and Brent Clark. They are going through mm-hmm. the draft. But they also – they're still the Kings. They can still get free agents. They can still, hey, we have a few extra assets. Go get that veteran. Uh, that Pierre-Luc Dubois was a really good example. Or was, or was Turcotte involved in that trade? Everything is a blur at this point. Everything is 110% a blur. I apologize. Seven days a week. My, my bad if I got that one no, wrong. Turcotte still uh, currently plays for the Ontario Reign. So. Okay, sweet. So someone else, it doesn't really matter. But they still, they're doing a good job with some of those young pieces, blending them with the couple remaining pieces of the old core, making sure to get free agents they need, trade acquisitions they need. It's a team that has a little more veteran presence than the Coyotes, which has a little more uh, of a young leaning. And right now, with the position they're in, it, it makes them a playoff team. I still think the Coyotes will be better when they're fully developed. But I have to give some credit with the very limited amount of paying attention I've done for the Kings, because uh, I do believe in fairness before I totally rip them to shreds tomorrow on the pregame because I like chaos. Oh, yeah, no, the the, the full <laughs> preview is going to be a fun one. <laughs> it's just going to be it's just going to be me with straight propaganda against the Los Angeles King. I will, I, 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 you know, spoiler alert, three keys to the game, beat L.A., beat L.A., and beat L.A. I, 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 Robin might have to bleep me out a little bit tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. And that's all I got for you, Rob. You don't have to. You don't have to ask me for final thoughts. It's just you know, starting with the letter P, puck LA. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's gonna be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. To leave a like, a comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube on the SiriusXM radio app, as well as ad-free on Amazon Music. Don't forget to interact with us on social media on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes, and on uh, X at LO underscore Coyotes. Um, also on Threads and on uh, Blue Sky. But, Both uh, more on Threads, so that way I can justify my Threads usage since I stepped back from X. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, that... Also, I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. 
interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back around a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Oh, <laughs>